Hey there, everybody. Uh, we're the Water Trio, and we are made up of Kelly, Alicia, and myself, Cassandra. So we're doing this quick bonus episode for you. And I don't know if we've officially named it, but I think we're going to go with like the Astro Fast Five or the Astro Fast Three. And we're going to answer some questions that have come to us via our Instagram account and answer a few of those questions really fast for you. So, Kel, tell us. Okay, what's so the, what's the question? first question, and we're actually going to try and make this funny and to keep ourselves short and succinct, um, Alicia's <laughs> going to run a buzzer on this. So <laughs> we each have 60 seconds to answer the question. So you're just going to get some really uh, succinct info. First question is, uh, a uh, someone writes in and says, I would like to know more about Venus as morning star versus Venus as evening star. And I think Alicia's going to answer this first. Okay. Um, Venus is morning star, Lucifer. She is the huntress. She is a lot more independent, outgoing, and there's just this energy of her, like she wants what she wants and she'll go after it um, and not kind of let things get in her way as much. So yeah. And whereas Venus is the evening star, I just always think of her, you know, lying in the garden, eating grapes from, you know, letting people fan her. There's just this sense of she will magnetize and draw things into her and wait for things to happen more. So there's this more soft, gentle energy with her. Whereas the, um, yeah, the morning star is just a lot more. I always just think of Diana the Huntress with her horn and her hounds that go after her. So, yay. Who's up next? You beat the buzzer. I did Fantastic. beat the buzzer. <laughs> so happens Excellent. with the Aries. Okay, so and, you want to reset leash yeah. and we'll give Cass a chance to Ready? let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Go. Okay, I apologize in advance for those who have not watched Game of Thrones, but I'm sure you will understand the analogy because all of these shows are made up of archetypal type of themes. So if we take the character Sansa, who is a fairly young maiden who is married off into a uh, palace with an evil prince, she's naive, she's innocent and she's young, and through the journeys and the processes she goes through, she emerges strong, powerful and uh, you know, the Queen of the North. Or maybe it was the other girl, but I didn't watch season eight yet. But anyway, we get the gist. It's Sansa. She's young, impressionable, um, and expecting a happy marriage and gets everything but, and then emerges, uh, you know, reclaiming herself and reclaiming her family lineage. So a much uh, stronger version of Venus when you are a morning star. So that's going from Hell. the evening to the morning star? Correct. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Oh, so you guys beating the buzzer. Oh, my God, pressure. <coughs> okay. <laughs> wow. You could say a lot in 60 seconds, can't you? Yep. Okay, all right. Okay, so I'll you, do you it. you ready? Are we ready? You tell me when to go, Leish. Go. Start. Okay, so um, Venus as Morningstar is more proactive and independent, fiercely so. Venus as is Evening Star is more collaborative and classically relationship-oriented, if you like. And so the way to use this in your interpretation is to factor in the phase of Venus combined with the sign of Venus. Mm. For example, if somebody has an Evening Star Venus in the sign of Aries, they may not be quite as independent as you expect because of, based on the sign placement because the phase of Venus 
process is going to put more of that, you know, receptive uh, pull-in quality. So you want to balance the two. Similarly, if you have a Venus in Pisces that's a morning star, they may be much more independent or kind of self-driven than you expect based on the Venus in Pisces sign placement. So the way to work it is to blend phase and sign together. Woohoo! Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Right on the buzzer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, this is what okay. we're doing now. Okay, next question. <laughs> Thanks, Cass goes okay, first this Cass, time. Cass, you can go. Yeah, you'll have to go first oh. this time, Cass. Yeah, to mix it up. Um, so the question is, uh, what is your favorite thing in astrology or what lights you up the most in astrology? Go. Ooh, in 60 that's easy. seconds. Okay, two things. I know, that's a hard one, but an easy one at the same time. Uh, two things when students get their penny drop moments. You know, they yep. struggle, you know, and penny drops. And clients, when they kind of come back and they say, oh, you know, the things that you said just didn't really gel with me. But then, you know, three months, six months, however long later, that, you know, it all kind of played out for them. And it just, you know, the lesson learned if you're learning astrology or dabbling into it is to always trust the symbolism of it. Done. Cool. Love it. Oh my well God, done. To us, speedy. <laughs> Gemini rising for the win. All right. Kel, you're going. Ready, set, go. Okay. Okay, so the thing that I love most about astrology, the thing that lights me up the most, is the fact that it works. I mean, <laughs> it is still a wonder to me and a great delight that we can sit down with this weird picture of the sky and find out about the person's internal experience, how they interact with certain people or what's going on in their life. You know, it's both the inner personality stuff that lights me up, that it can accurately describe some of those internal complexes or tension that we all deal with, as well as the timing, you know, the ability that astrology has that's fairly unique in the mystical uh, arts to describe different periods of highs and lows in our life. And I'm sure there's other things, but really the fact that it actually exists and it works just makes me so happy that we can use this to help um, heal and guide ourselves and others. Cool. I thought I was going to run out of time. I think we're going to have to set <laughs> so this for I. 30 seconds next time round. All right. <laughs> My go. Um, <laughs> you've both really said what I wanted to say. Um, so two things. First off that, yeah, like being a counsellor and also an astrologer, I just find that astrology can offer some real shortcuts for people to have the self-understanding and self-acceptance. Uh, you know, talking to a client about an aspect that's in their natal chart and they're like, oh, I get that now. And the tears that often come and that sense of, okay, I've been telling myself I shouldn't be like that. Or, And it's not to say you need to accept, you know, some bad traits about yourself, but it's that sense of, okay, that explains a lot. And now I've got the tools and the understanding to be mm. able to work forward from there. Second thing, astrologers are cool and I get to work with <laughs> such a cool community of people. I just love being part of the astrology co community. So, you know, you gals are a big case in point, but a lot of other people too. So I think um, we're kind of the people on the outside and that's the beauty of it. You know, we're all kind of flying our freak flag together. Ah! <laughs> 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 About oh, the Aries beautiful points, Leash, beautiful points. <laughs> cool. All right, next question. Okay, so last question. Um, who <laughs> wants to answer first? 
That should be you, shouldn't okay. it? Okay. All right. I'll ask. I'll um, ask and answer. Um, so, Leish, just give me a second to get the question out. Um, so, the question was um, advice for Uranus conjunct my son in Taurus. And I guess the way I sort of read this to answer it would be Have you started the timer yet? Because I, I haven't started. Yes. I'll start. You tell, was, you tell me when you're okay, starting to answer just, it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought, okay, well, how would I describe a Uranus transit in Taurus? Was, was how I would approach the answer. Okay. Okay. Okay, Go. Go. Okay. So Uranus transits are so awakening and freeing, but they can indicate a lot of restlessness, particularly at first where you might feel initially a bit restricted or hemmed in or limited by your circumstances. And specifically for Uranus to the sun, this is about identity and it's about expression of your core light or your essence in the world in some capacity. But I think it's a little bit about taking into stepping into a leadership role or um, expressing you know, this taking charge kind of vibe. Um, Uranus in Taurus is asking you to maybe access this internal sort of Venusian vibe in a way that you may not have experimented with or tried yet. I love Uranus sun transits. I think they help people really get to know a lot more about their true self and their true essence. So say yes to weird and wacky things because you will be surprised and delighted by how much you get to know about yourself in a transit like this. Oh, well done. Cal. Oh my god. <laughs> right, I'm like, I thought I was talking for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's my turn okay. next, isn't it? Um Yes, you're up, Leish. Yeah. And I think, you know, I love everything that you said, Kel. I think the Marianne Williamson quote is, you know, giving yourself oh, the permission to shine. Yeah. And in that way, you're unconsciously giving others that permission too. Um, I was listening to Brené Brown recently. I think I keep banging on about this. I don't know who I've said, but the idea that authenticity, which is Uranus, is actually a practice. It's not like you reach this place. So using Uranus conjunct your sun, you know, your personality, your identity, who you really want to shine out into the world as a chance to peel back another layer, as a chance to hone in more, um, get that authenticity practice, um, yeah, master it more, bring it more front and centre in your life and really, yeah, allow your light to shine out into the world and kind of conquer those fears that may stop you from doing that. Yay, I beat the buzzer. Beautiful. <laughs> it's really hard to do this in a minute because you're like, am I going to say all the right things? And you, anyway. Yeah, okay. Cass, what are you going to give us some Gemini rising? Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, okay. Firstly, as a person who has a couple of planets in Taurus, bend rather than break. Um, yes, it, it uh, adopt the attitude of experimenting. Like you might try one thing once, it doesn't work, let it go. And, you know, Taurus does want to have and hold. And so it is about trying new things, stepping up, stepping out. It doesn't have to be tried, true or traditional the way that you've always done it. So I always think about the idea of if you catch yourself going, oh, but I always do this, do something differently and start practicing with ideas of small changes. So then as bigger shifts come, then they don't feel like such a, a shock to the system or something uh, that, you know, feels a huge amount of resistance to. So if you are feeling a little bit of inner restlessness or tension or that desire to do something different, fresh or new, you don't have to go from like zero to hero in one step. It's baby steps as you go. Yes, That's I did a great it. point. You did it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that was so much fun. 
was really good. Okay, we've got a format we can work with here. I love it. Go so Gemini season. Go Gemini season, totally. Um, we figured it out. So if any of you listening have questions that you would like us to answer in a future Q&A Fast 3 uh, episode, maybe we'll be able to build up to a Fast 5 because we actually were fast, um, do <laughs> pop them in the comments below, I guess. Is that the best place for people to pop them? Yeah, or DM, them too, I guess. DM any of us on social media, you know, whatever you feel comfortable doing if you don't want to necessarily put in the comments. So, Okay. Yeah. Sometimes things in my DMs get lost, but I'll try to. DM me. <laughs> DM Alicia. DM Alicia. <laughs> the reason I know not everybody likes is comfortable sharing their comment publicly, although we are going to answer them or their question publicly. We will answer them publicly. But I always love when people do post because then I'm like, oh, they're all there. And when yeah. you go to record, you can just go and grab them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Okay. That was lots of fun. Thanks girls. for watching. For yeah, that's yeah. it, right? Okay, right. So I'm going to stop all these uh, recordings. Should, should we end this just as fast as we did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>